everyone. Welcome to Table Talks number three. Welcome. Three. Today we got Brian with us. Yay. And we're going to be talking about the topic of love. Yeah. Ahava in the Shema. Yeah. So we are doing the Shema series. And oh yeah, I wanted to say thank you if you are listening to this and this is your third time listening to it. Yeah. That means you have listened to the first one and the second yes, yes. one. Nandri. <laughs> we appreciate you because um you help motivate us yeah. to yeah keep doing this so that we know like hey people are actually listening to it so thank you yep um we are going to be talking about God's love yep specifically because yeah, yeah. love God um that's the part that we're talking about in the Shema yep yeah. So at LG we have been talking about God's love. Yeah. We talk about how God um shows love just because he wants to love. Yeah. Yep. And it's not just a feeling, but it's backed up with his actions. He always says to the Israelites that um God did this, God did this, this and God did this because of his love for you. Yeah. Yep. That's what Moses told the Israelites. Yes. Interesting how a lot of stuff in the Shema always has how a lot of the things in the Shema have like two sides to the same thing you know like how yeah. Shema is listen and obey or listen and do yeah right and and uh, love has love is both a feeling, feeling and an action right so today we got Brian with us yeah uh, we're gonna have, we're gonna get him to introduce himself before yes. we asking some questions okay. about love introduce myself so introducing okay never mind forget <laughs> about that so <laughs> my name is Brian I'm 19 this year, so I'm currently um, uh, don't need, uh, I'm studying in Sunway University. So I'm leading E3 and DOXA, two life groups currently. So uh, yeah, that's all you need to know about me. If you want to know more about me, feel free to message me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Some advertisement or something, <laughs> but... Yeah, so we have chosen Brian to do the podcast because he has some interesting stories to tell today. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, <laughs> so first thing we want to find out, right? Since yeah. we said like since we said love is both a feeling and an action. Um Brian, when you were younger or from young from from your younger days until like now, have you seen personally in your own life how um how how you grow to understand the difference between uh, the the two sides of that same so it's okay. aspect. I got your question. Yeah. yeah. Okay, nice. So, um, <clears throat> of course, uh, definitely there is. And uh, I remember how when I was young, right? Like, I don't think anyone actually knows what, what love is when you were really young. Like, probably until a certain age, I guess, right? Like, Maybe at least like primary school, only like you, you, you understand like, oh, like maybe you don't understand, but at least you started to know like, oh, there's this thing called love. You recognize the yeah, feeling. Yeah, you recognize a bit more. the feeling. Yes, the feeling. Yeah. Like specifically the feeling only, I would say. That's why we, I, I, I won't say we understand what's love, but we know we started to have this, came in contact with love. Yeah. Right. So, um, I remember when I was young, like I was, I would take my siblings as an example. Lah. So when I was young, right, like we were very close. I remember we always just play together and all. 
So, um, and f- love is always just a feeling to me, I would say, when I was like all the way until, let's say, high school, about from two, from three, around there. So, um, before that, I always think love is just a feeling. So, if I feel like it, I love lah. Or more like, oh, when I am with this person, I, I feel something special, then, um, yeah, that's love to me. So, that's, that's um, before. And how it changed. Um, it slowly changed to now. Of course, after that, I understood love is, like a love is a choice, you know. Joyce always says that, right? Joyce's quote, Joyce twenty twenty, love is a choice. No lah, that's probably few years ago she started saying that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's when I I think I transitioned there around when I was fourteen, fifteen, when I started to really met yeah met this bunch of people here, and we really started to learn more about God and all, and I think that's when we truly understand love. Because, um, yeah, like, now that we learn from previous sharing, remember, like, we say God is a so- God himself is the source of love. So he's the only source. Source, 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 okay. Source, not source. <laughs> source. <laughs> so, yeah, he's the only source, you know, like, when I was sharing to my life group members, I think this is a very important point today because, um, we need to understand he is the only source and there are no other ways for you to love. Right. Right, right, right. We'll get into that a bit more later on. Um, yeah. yeah. We, can, we can talk a bit more about that. But before we go there, mm-hmm. were there some things that happened that um, helped you understand love as a feeling and also as an action? Are there, are there things that happen? Things that happen. Yeah. Uh, I guess, like what I say, did, it wasn't like a significant change Like oh I, Suddenly something happened And I'm like Oh okay Now I know love Then I would just Love in a different way mm. But it slowly transitioned But one thing I remember is I remember how um, Remember how I mentioned just now I was very close with my siblings and all So um, When I was in primary school right, I remember about standard 4, standard 5 That's when I like Met like You know Bad influence like Joel, no lah, no lah. I met Joel during. <laughs> I met Joel when I was standard four, standard five, but he wasn't a bad influence. Okay, in fact, he was the one that invited me to the church. So yeah, thank God for him, bro. Okay, anyway, uh, rats. Where, where was I? Uh, bad influence. <laughs> bad influence. Yeah. So right. Uh, like I remember, that was the time when I actually suddenly like, that was the first time ever. In fact, like I felt like shameful to love my siblings because I was very close remember so when these people came in to my life then I remember there was once like in my school like I went to find my siblings to probably pass them something or what lah. then they actually laughed at me then like I felt weird lah, like huh um, or oh, this actually something that needs I need to hide you know it's not nice so the feeling changed you see which is why from that time onwards I actually like yeah like I, I want because I valued the friends a lot probably in that time still young you know so yeah like I decided to okay not love my feet um, not 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 care about my siblings so much so you know like that's a feeling you see like when I see love as a feeling when I when I felt not comfortable you know like oh it's something that I feel something not nice then I will stop loving mm-hmm. so so yeah. you felt like you you couldn't you didn't understand that love was both feeling and action, but you felt like you felt like you loved your two sisters a lot, 
Mm. But when your friends laughed at you, mm. uh, opposing feeling, yeah. which is shame, is it? That they, yeah, when they yeah. laughed at you, yeah. uh, came into conflict with that feeling of loving your siblings. So you, like, that love that you showed them disappeared, so to speak, because you yeah, valued yeah, your friends more. Yeah, yeah right? can put it that way. Yeah. Oh. So, like, in the beginning, love was just mostly a feeling. And yeah. whenever it was comfortable for you to do like whenever it doesn't bring you shame or if people don't laugh at you right mm. and then so over the years you're saying when you finally came to church and that's when you came to a place right mm. that's when you knew god and god ultimate love for you was to sacrifice his son mm-hmm. and and do you, how did you feel knowing that his act of love was and big action was a choice for you how did i feel uh how was it for you so right actually the thing is right um i was born in a christian family so since Mm. young i always go to church also so all this while i i know i know like in my in my head like oh jesus died for my sins okay Mm. but it's just like yeah you know like this kind of feeling okay cool Mm. cool interesting that's it so it stops there then yeah i didn't really understand i now that i think back right i guess the reason why, like, it's just something like, oh, cool, interesting. Like, oh, this guy died for me. Okay, so I will, you know, like, oh, I will enter this religion. You know, like, oh, Christian. Okay, I'll be a Christian since he died for me. And of, of course, also my parents brought me, like, all kinds of reasons uh, when I was young. So now that I think of it, right, remember how in the sharing, I think we mentioned about <clears throat> um, love is only significant when you recognize the danger. Yeah. Yeah, something the like that. The sacrifice is only significant. Yeah, yeah, sacrifice is only significant. Danger. Remember the story, like crazy love and another one was, yep, yep, yep. yeah. So, um, I think I didn't understand, I didn't see the danger there, I would say. Like, didn't see like how it is important for me. Like, oh, I need it, you know, like, I, 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 I yeah, I only saw it as like a, I, 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 I have God or not, I still live my life. So, no big deal, you know? Like, I just go to church every week since my parents go, okay, I go. Then my parents don't go, then nah, no big deal. Then rest of the days, I never think about God. Yeah, unless when people ask me, oh, what religion are you? Oh, I'm a Christian. I go to church. Yeah, that's it. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. And so when you finally understood the danger of sin and like how much you need God, mm. God's sacrificial love became so big to you, that it changes the way you do things. Am I right? Yeah, you see, right? The thing is also, like, speaking of danger, right? I guess a lot of people today also probably don't recognize the danger. Even like Christians, I would say. Like, yeah, a lot of Christians, how many, like, that came, even come to church, like, they just come because they see God's love as a bonus. Like, it's not something that you have to have it, you know? Like, they don't, they don't recognize how danger it is. So, if you are still wondering, right, it's okay, uh, you know, if you are still wondering what's the danger, I think it's okay, but I would explain it to you here, you know, like the greatest danger, okay, like we put it into, we look at the biggest picture of all, so your afterlife, you know, like <clears throat> we always say what, you're on this earth, is temporal, and yeah, we all know like we're gonna leave this earth someday, so <clears throat> the greatest danger is if you don't have God, right, Do how are you so sure that you you will you will enter the kingdom of heaven or how are you so sure what will happen to you after you leave this earth? Just think about that. I don't know, like thinking about that makes me feel very 
uncomfortable and danger, like feel like I'm in danger. So yeah, like a lot of people don't recognize this. And this is just one, like the biggest, biggest picture. And in small areas of life, like I'm pretty sure like if like we put it into our <clears throat> daily life, it, it definitely like affects how you will think about God. What's your perspective towards God? You know, which is why some people, I guess like they don't see the importance of, oh, why do I need to pray? Like, why do I need to basically devote my life to God? Right. Yeah. So I think what Brian is trying to say is like, he really understood the danger. And when he knew where he was, the love of God became so much more powerful and so much more real. And he, we can't live without God. That's just the bottom line. And mm. I think people cannot understand sometimes the love of God because they have an incomplete understanding of love. Like, um, when I was like younger, not younger, now too, I'm like a hopeless huh. romantic. Like, huh. Huh. <laughs> I'm super into any like love story kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Any like, I would stay up late night reading books about romance and also, hmm. when I was younger and then I would watch like K-drama. Watch no, not, not so much. She's fasting Korean drama now. That is simply I didn't I didn't say I really? fa- I'm fasting oh. K drama. But okay, I forgot what she is fasting. Anyway. Wow. Okay. So, <laughs> what I'm getting to add is that sometimes our understanding of love just stops there. Loving is this guy coming mm. in the rain with an umbrella, mm. which never happens. This love is this guy that's able to flip your phone up and catch it again. If you guys know what I'm saying, you guys yeah. know because you watch. But Incomplete understanding of love makes it hard for us sometimes to understand what the love of God is. Because many times, love out there is a feeling. Yeah, like yeah. you see like how, I think like you can see from how the world functions today. I think we focus a lot on love is just a feeling, which is why there are always like, you know, people saying, oh, I'm tired of loving. And you know, like the famous breakup line, I guess. Like, oh, I'm tired. I have no feelings for you no anymore. For yeah. You. Yeah. So, I mean, we wouldn't come out here and say, oh, everybody shouldn't break up. There are many reasons why people yeah, would break yeah, up. Definitely. And sometimes there are reasons that They're are, valid. They are valid. Yeah. People are not safe and a mm. relationship should yeah, not yeah. go on if it's not, um, it's not healthy. But sometimes people do just say, I don't feel anymore. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard too because people go through painful family relationships and that's how they see love mm. as hurtful, as not reliable, as conditional. You must be like that only so I can love you. But that's not God's love. And it's dangerous if we don't fully understand mm. the greatness of God's love, which is um, relentless, going after us, regardless of... Um, where we are at life and the best is we don't need to earn it we mm-hmm. don't deserve it yeah, yeah. and he loves us so with like this like we say god is love and our response to his love is to love him back love yeah and i think the hardest thing though is if god truly love us why does he allow Bad things, mm, yeah. Bad things. Suffering that could happen to us. I mean, it is frustrating and it is real that we can say God is a loving God, yet things can happen. And I think Poe and I like 
chose Brian here today because we're gonna ask you like what does this question mean to you because mm -hmm. you have went through some really tough things recently and how does it how do you feel about the statement that God is a loving God so alright um, let me tell you guys a bit about my story first you know like yeah so um, actually my dad um, passed away last year during February due to heart attack so yeah, it was quite tough. Yeah, very tough, in fact. Because I remember like how... Um, yeah, okay, I just throw back to like the scene, you know, like... Because he was in the car, then yeah, just suddenly then I was in the car. So, so I remember like during that time, I was a bit shocked. Like it suddenly happened. No one expected that, you know. Then, um, yeah, I remember the time where like he... Um, the people that were... Cause, it was actually like in front of church only. Yeah, then I remember there were people in church then they came out to help then yeah, they carried my dad out first and put my dad beside the road first. Then um, we called ambulance also. Then the ambulance arrived, yeah, they were all trying to yeah, do the, what do you call that? Resuscitation. Yeah, okay, medical terms. So so yeah, like during that time then I was, I, I was thinking oh, I, I somehow like know it in my heart already like oh, um um this is probably like yeah that's it lah you know like then i asked god like okay so if this is it then um yeah let it be done then then um it was really tough in my head i was thinking uh, like yeah like oh my dad is gone now so um like in terms of financially how are we doing because yeah like even when my dad was still here like it wasn't easy also yeah my house financial wasn't good also then um yeah now that he's gone then it's even tougher and there are things like you know like who's gonna be with my mom and all like who's gonna fetch her all around then of course nowadays like i'm the one fetching her so actually like the tough part is still ongoing i would say yeah like i still need to be my mom's transporter and all. basically i need to sacrifice part of my life i would say to like to really pick up an extra role yeah for for my family lah. and i had to learn a lot of stuff yeah i had to learn like paying bills and all all this stuff yeah and because my mom before this my dad was the one doing all this lah, and my mom wasn't really like my mom don't really know this kind of you know technology stuff and also i had to do a lot of this and yeah then uh it's tough until not like it's the you know like the job just thinking like wow me losing my dad then yeah like it was tough and of course i will miss him but during that time like i reminded myself you know like um god knows better than me right like this thing yeah holy Sp i'm quite sure that's holy spirit reminded me like he just told me like you know god knows better than you and if you think about it, like, um, this is actually better for your dad also. So, yeah, actually, because even before my dad passed away, like, he was very sick already, actually. Like, during the whole year, or in fact, more than a year, lah, I guess. Yeah, then, um, yeah, he was sick until the point where, you know, like, even he, when he drives, he will, like, fall asleep. Very fast on, you know, like, yeah, he sit here, like, don't even need one minute, literally, like, he sit here, then, yeah, he will, he will fall asleep already. And, 
he couldn't even like go upstairs to sleep because he didn't even have the energy to like climb the stairs. So he always sleep in the living room. Then, um, yeah. So like, I think it's good also how God ends all these sufferings on this earth for him, right? And then can so that he can go back to a better place, more comfortable place with God. So yeah, like this was what I was reminded. Then I was thinking like, yeah, and maybe we, we won't know also like um, what is God planning to do. Maybe God is preparing our family for something and this, the tough part that we have to accept because it's necessary for God's greater plan to happen. And yeah, like, and after all, I think the most important thing is God is not like a selfish God. God, everything God does, he cares for us, right? So his greater plan is definitely like better for us also, which is why he allows this to happen. Lah. You know, like, yeah, God is like, you know, Doctor Strange you watch in Avengers, you know, like he, he, he has seen all the possibilities and of all the possibilities, he, he know which one is the best already. Yeah. So yeah, you can put God in that way to help you to better illustrate. Because, yeah, we, we, we might only know like 10 possibilities out of the million possibilities and God knows all already, right? So, which is why, yeah, like I was thinking, I told myself, okay, I'm going to submit this to God, even though it's very hard, it's tough. I got to do a lot more things and yeah, my family, my mom, like, yeah, and my mom, we're going to like, I'm going to support my mom more and I will miss him and yeah, I'm just gonna live the rest of my life without a dad. But again, God is our father also, right? So yeah, yep. So yeah, I mean like seriously though, like that's a that's something that um comforted me a lot. You know, some days like when I just really miss my dad, I say, I guess then, yeah, like knowing that there's a father there that, he actually really cares for us also. And that just makes me feel like, you know, like that encouraged me a lot lah, to really like go through tough days. You know, some days I knew fetch my mom, this, that, fetch my mom everywhere and help my mom, this, help my mom, that. Then in the end I knew, then I knew come back and do my study and I have LG stuff and what this, that and like stack up everything. Like, oh, everything is everywhere in the end. Then yeah, that the fact that our God is there for us encouraged me a lot also yeah. wow like you can't really tell but we're kind of like smiling because i think we're really proud of brian and to be able to say after watching like your father pass away in front of you and like having for him to go through whatever he's going through and possibly the whole life there will be tough decisions to make because of something that happened this big in his family yet he's able to say like God's plans are better than my plans. I think that's a huge deal. But I think that's out of a realization that the way God love and the way God's goodness is shown is beyond what we can comprehend. So for the for the people listening and watching, even though Brian is talking like in a manner now where he's cool and collected and calm like a cucumber because that's his ability um, to do something. but but at the time it was i remember because we were there and yeah. if like nobody knows the situation tough. i would say no like nobody would know the situation more than me because i was actually the one yeah. resuscitating him and i was the one doing the chest CPR, compressions yeah um and at the time everybody was 
Brian is saying like here now, oh yeah la, you know, Holy Spirit <laughs> talk to me, yeah, okay, oh that's the way la, steady, you know. But at the time, everybody was like, his mom was yelling, he was yeah. running to BP nearby the church to uh, try and yeah. get a doctor. We were trying to call the ambulance and they weren't coming. The police said they need another half an hour before they can come. Yeah. So everybody's just panicking and then like, finally we met that nurse next door, so yeah. happened and she came and helped us out. Um, But at the time, and even like a good one two months after that with yeah. trying to settle family finances yeah. and how income and stuff is going to come in everything yeah. was very very messy and yeah i remember like you were driving pj to pochong pj to pochong <laughs> like multiple times a day yeah. sometimes to go to the bank to go to the insurance company to yep. go to this and that place and and you had to bring your mom and your sisters around to school and stuff and i remember things were very very messy at the time and even like a month later, I do remember we were, there was one time we were sitting down and then I think you, you suddenly cried and then I asked you what's going on. You say you miss your dad. Mm. Yeah. Um, so the situation was tough. And yeah. it, it, it's still tough. Like I said, yeah. like there Repercussions were are still happening today. along the way for the whole entire life that they have to live on this earth. The family will yeah. have to make tough decisions because of what have happened. Mm. Yeah. So, but so we don't, we want whoever that's listening to know that if you had to go through similar things, we we're not downplaying it. Yeah. we're not saying like, we, oh yeah, I trust in God and everything is cool. Yeah, and yeah we know. And I was, I was worried calm. also. If I remember, like, what the moment like after we were on the way to police station, like, yeah, I asked Poe, like, I remember I asked Poe, like, wow, so now how? Uh? Like, yeah, that was the yeah. question, right? On the way yeah. to the police station, yeah. so now how? And then we were yeah. stuck because both of us were quiet in the yeah, car. Yeah, like none none of us could answer because. Yeah, we, we, we really don't know. We really didn't know what will happen. Yeah. Like a lot of things was like what Joy said. Suddenly a whole, a whole yeah. chain reaction yeah. of stuff had to yeah. take place. So I think we, we pay huge respect and like I really admire people who have to go through like so tough, difficult situations as this and strong mm. in their faith. Or if they feel like they have deep questions and they feel like they cannot understand God or like they're struggling in their faith. I respect them too for like just struggling and being honest. Mm. And I think the most important thing is to get support, like yeah. to talk it out with people and to get people. Yes. I think many times we talked to Brian about it. Yeah. And, yeah. And like it told it really like I think he would agree, like the support from the church was so yeah. much that it made mm. it bearable. Yeah, like, like it made it in yeah. fact, like, the reason why it's, like, you know, like, now it's one year and a half, like, yeah, yeah the reason why, like, after one year and a half, at least now, like, we start to sort things better, yeah. like, it's because, like, the support that my family got, have gotten from the church, you know, like, yeah, yeah everyone was really willing, everyone w was really willing to help, lah, yeah. so, yeah, like, the support is always there, but we have, I mean, to be honest, like, I remember I had to, like, convince my mom also to, like, um, like, learn to accept the support, you know. Yeah. A lot of times we tend to, like, isolate ourselves when yeah. we go through stuff. Yes. Then I had to, like, encourage my mom to learn to open up, to talk to people, and learn to accept people's help. And yeah. that's something to learn also. Yeah. yeah. So whether it is a death of someone that you love, or just really little things you're going through, but we whatever hurt or suffering you're going through, I would really encourage you to like reach out and talk to somebody. Yeah. And um, yeah, to see the greatness of God's love so that you don't have a small picture of love mm. that 
will really danger you from understanding there's so much more out there mm. that God has in store. Yeah, yeah. Like God's love, yeah. like when you when someone truly love you, like a lot of times we we kind of misunderstand how oh love, you know, like is when someone do something that I like, only that's love. Mm. I guess that's what the world tries and imply to us and has been that's how the world has been functioning. So that's why like sometimes even like when a simple example that everyone can relate to, I guess like when your parents like you know like sometimes they nag you. Of course like I don't like nagging too. I don't think anyone likes nagging. But that's because they also like, you know, um they, they want the best for us. They care for us. So it's something similar, I would say. Mm, right. Yeah, like God's love and the reason he allowed suffering and hurt is like Poe, you were saying um to me just like that day that he actually mentions that suffering and hurt will happen. Mm. Yeah. In this earth. And that that's like he allows it to happen for many reasons, more than what three of us can just sit down and list down. Mm. But we ourselves have gone through hurts and suffering. And the moment of it is frustrating. It's tough. We don't understand why it's happening. Maybe we'll never understand. Mm. But what we can do is just believe and have faith that um, God knows better. Yeah. And it's a simple statement. It's like, yeah, easy for you to say. Yeah, I know. Easy for us to say. But our creator, the one that has made everything, knows better than us. And that's something that I can just trust God and believe that um, my life, I haven't seen the end of it. Mm. I wouldn't know. But the author, the perfecter, the one, the creator has seen it all and knows it all. And at the toughest moment, I would surrender and accept that this is also his way of loving me. And I know many people have gone through things that we cannot understand. Uh, sudden things but we just want to assure you that God's unconditional love is bigger than you can comprehend and that yeah to just hold on to his promises that it it doesn't come as we want it to come mm. and many times it doesn't look like what we want it to look like yeah but what God has in plan should be greater than what we want or what mm. we think is best for us yeah, yeah. So similar to how you say um, God's love isn't always shown how in the in a manner that we want to see it. Um, God choosing to send his son uh, and saying that that was his act of love for our sakes. Uh, we might not be able to see the whole picture like, okay, I, I don't like, that's not the, that might not be the kind of love that I want to feel, you know? Um, but the Bible tells us that that is the sole greatest act of love mm. um, that God can do for us to redeem us to himself because um, in a world of pain and suffering, human selfishness very often causes more pain and suffering and human selfishness usually is the cause of, um, it's both the cause and the effect of us not being who we were created to be, you know, we were we were created to be uh, in the image of God, but because of sin, because of 
our own selfish desires, very often we fall short of that image. And and the amazing thing is God is God is the only person who is always who he says he is. Mm. Yeah. But we are very often, in fact, we're, we are very often not who we should be. Yeah. Um, but having the hope that he, he gave us his son, that we can be redeemed, that our heart within us, the, our desires and affections that are so, um, so, so often leaning towards self-preservation and selfishness, God promises that um, in believing in him, our hearts can be transformed uh, and, and, and renewed that we may be more and more like him mm. is uh, very comforting and, and it is a message of love in a hurting world actually yeah. and and in in the many different ways that god has shown love to us there is, there is a very key importance in him saying that love is both a feeling and an action because the only way a person can truly understand love let's say is if they both receive it and give it out they yeah. feel it and they do it and they yeah, give no it one out. can really love without you can't you can't love without understanding what God's yeah. love is because you have to love through God's love because we love because He first loved us. You know? And sometimes that love is a commitment, mm. right? It is, it is a commitment to. Well, at times you have to commit to learning to receive it as well instead mm. of, um, just pushing it away. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I talked to, I think I was talking to somebody the other day and I was saying about how, um. People tell people tell stories all the time, um, but sometimes more important than the stories that people tell you are the stories that you tell yourself, because the stories that you tell yourself about you, about the world, about other people, those are the things that those are the stories that shape your view and shape how you treat others mm. eventually. Um, but when we can add in the element of God loving people valuing them enough that he would want to redeem them and reconcile them to himself our 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 story takes on a different turn because now we know that we are valued and hmm. not only us other people also are valued and so it's worth it is worthwhile loving them you know because there are people that will push away there are people that will push yeah. away when other people say that they love them hmm. for whatever reason because maybe because they've been hurting for so long hmm. but whatever the reason um God affirms that his act, the, the act of Jesus dying on the cross is enough. Mm. And the good news for us is that it's already done in the past, so we can't change it. Mm. Um, we, we only, we, but we have the privilege of telling people about it. Yeah. And both sharing the gospel and living the gospel to others. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So love is like a fuzzy feeling and can be like, super head over heels but I think just talking here it's like a it's a serious decision yeah it's a tough mm. people go through really tough things when you mention about love love is not always easy ne never yeah. <laughs> well yeah no okay yeah. yeah never easy I mean probably. it's easy when it feels nice yeah, yeah. like when, when you the, when people do nice stuff for you and your family yeah. members buy you stuff it's nice when people have already done it to you and you're doing back to people mm. but there are times where mm. even loving God is a day-to-day -day decision to mm. say, you know what? It feels like I don't want to, I don't want to do so every this. every second decision. Like every yeah. second when you are thinking this, if, yeah, do you want to, or do I want to follow God? You know, like I can choose. 
I we could just keep God love, God's love for ourselves and yeah. like oh I don't yeah. wanna you know but. But eventually you get bitter and unhappy yeah, and you realize you that there's not much meaning. But if you truly understand God's love and the extent of His sacrificial love, you wouldn't keep it for yourself because mm. He didn't keep His love for Himself. Mm. He showed time after time and even in our own life we can testify that mm. God's love is unconditional. It is for people. And if we truly say we love God, it comes with our actions. Mm. Yeah. So design in such a way that when you receive you must give. Yeah. Or else you don't fully receive. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You should so say that again. Right? Huh. Yeah. Uh, love was designed in such a way that when you receive you must give. Or else you can't fully appreciate the magnitude. Yeah. Amen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Amen. <laughs> it became like a now we can like invite the author call team and the music can come in now. Musicians. <laughs> Musicians. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's all for today. Yep. Thank yeah. you, Brian, for coming to join us today. Yeah. And thank you, everyone. That's all. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Ja. See you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.